Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity with Susan Shereko, where we help you transform your life by changing what you're telling yourself. Whatever your circumstances, you can experience health, financial security, and a sense of well-being once again. And now, here's your host, Susan Shereko. On behalf of Rebuilding Your Life Radio and the Train Your Brain, Claim Your Power calls, welcome. Have you found it challenging to be staying at home with your family 24 hours, seven days a week lately? Well, for some people, it's been really difficult. There are others due to health scenarios who've had a great deal of practice and have found the secret to developing relationships that can withstand and even improve during these long periods. And that's the story of our guest today, Jeff Matthews. Jeff is the author of Marriage Cardiology 101, Knowing the Symptoms of Marriage Heart Trouble, in which he shares his thoughts and experiences that led to his viewpoint on how to improve our familial relationships. Let's take a few minutes to get to know Jeff. Wave our hands and welcome Jeff Matthews. Hi, Jeff. How are you today? Doing very well, Susan. How about you? I am just great. <laughs> Jeff, I wanted, yes, I wanted you to give us a little perspective on your background as a minister during the war in Iraq. Yes, Susan. Um, I was initially called individually to go visit one of, uh, with one of the uh, units that had been called to go to Iraq. And when I got the call, I went up to see the leader who called me, and he mentioned to me, he said, Jeff, you need to uh, fill a void, a vacant slot for a uh, unit as a chief warrant officer to go to Iraq. Well, when I left the office of the officer that called me, as, as I was walking downstairs back to my office after he told me that I would be going to Iraq, to fill a vacant slot. I heard the voice of the Lord said he was sending me there to preach. Now, the significance about that and the, uh, the concern there is, first, I'm a minister, but I'm not an army chaplain. So mm. uh, and I got, you know, as we prepared and we uh, went off to Iraq and, of course, uh, after we trained in Fort Benning, Georgia, I was so excited about the call that I heard God mention to me about going to do Iraq. So when I get to Iraq, after we get there and we land in Iraq, as the, my predecessor was taking me around, showing me different places in Iraq, such as the commissary, the hospital, the gym, the dining facility, I was so convinced of the call that I heard from God. I asked my predecessor, I said, okay, that's great. All these places you show up is great. But I have a question for you. Where is the church? And I said that because I was so convinced that there was a place there now with the call that God wanted me to preach the gospel there. I wanted to lay eyes on it. So he takes me to the church, the church and I, we walk in, and I look at it, and I can see myself 
coming up preaching at, in some point in time. So uh, again, so when I get there, uh, the very first service we attend, uh, we had a wonderful service. The current pastor that was there, he wanted to have a have a uh, guest preacher to preach the following Sunday. He looked at eight of us, and he looked at me, and he said, oh, by the way, Minister Matthews, I want to have you to preach next Sunday. So I preached that mm-hmm. following Sunday. I preached that following Sunday, once the next Sunday after we were there. Two months later, after I preached my first sermon in Baghdad, Iraq, I was called to be the senior pastor for the remaining of the time there in Baghdad, Iraq. And it blessed me, Susan, mm. and we had a great time. That's fantastic. Well, I gather that a large part of what you were called to do was to encourage the men who were serving there um, because their lives were on the line every day and they need uplifting. And one of the things you asked them to do was to call their wives every day. Um, why, why were you even able to do that? And why did you feel that was so important? Well, I thought it was, it was important because one of the things about, and I wanted to get that particularly to the men that were married, because I knew being away from home from our wives, it is a challenge. They miss their husband or they miss their wives for those that are, uh, for the man that perhaps was at home. And I knew that communication in a marriage, particularly while we are in battle and away from our home, is significant because the fact of the matter is not only were we in battle uh, there at war, but we knew that it was a battle being away from our home. So I wanted to have the men to begin to understand that communication with our family, with our wives, while we are in war is significant because this is one of the things that sustains a marriage. And I point this out in the book, Marriage Cardiology 101. And I say that, Susan, because the enemy, one of the things that the enemy wants to do is to, is to discourage the marriage or discourage and particularly the man because the enemy knows that the Bible says that the man the husband is the head of the wife. So I wanted to have the men to begin to understand the significance of that. You need to make sure you stay connected with your wives while we are here in battle fighting for our country. You need to make sure you have, your, have that because the communication is vital. And when we are in battle, not only uh, in war, but even while we are at home, it is, it is so significant. And one of the things I have pointed out in the past about that, Susan, is how strong uh, uh, the communication is. And, and, of course, one of the other things that I point out in the book is about hope uh, because one of the arteries, uh, of course, that I was talking about in the book is talks about uh, what I call the artery of hope. And so, so what mm-hmm. is significant for that man to know is why he's in, in, in battle and he's away from his family. He needs to make sure that he knows that hope it's significant that uh, there is still hope in his marriage. It's hoping for us to return home to our wives. There's hope. Well, so yes. we wanted to make sure that we get it. Yes. 
but I, I wanted to, were you able to make those phone calls every day to your own wife? I was able to make that phone call, Susan, four times a day. And the reason why I wanted to do that is because I wanted to illustrate, in particular, not only to the men, but I knew that once again that communication is vital to the marriage. With that being said, I called my wife four times a day. And the reason why I was calling her four times a day, once, a day, once again, it is building that bond. We were building where we can endure battle. We can endure being away from each other. We can endure the storms. And one of the things that I point out that's significant about that, for instance, to demonstrate how important communication is between the husband and the wife is that while we were there in Iraq, we were getting mortar, getting bombs by mortar rounds. We were getting bombs by, uh, by rockets every single day. But the fact of the matter is, is once again, I want to communicate with my wife. So I'm communicating with my wife every day. So one day, while I'm on my cell phone talking to my wife, just to show you once again how significant communication is to your wife, to their marriage, to their husband and wife, is I'm on the phone with my wife, talking to my wife. She's asking me how I'm doing. Well, while we are talking, all of a sudden, that goes a loud rocket. Boom, I hear a loud boom. I tell my wife, honey, I've got to hang up. Something has gone wrong. I go downstairs. I see where a rocket had landed in the building right across the room from where I live. But here's the key, and this is something that is important that I pray that every marriage, every particular, every man, everyone that's married understand this about communication. Because I was on the phone with my wife, communicating with my wife on that phone, and that bomb came in the building, which could have destroyed and killed all of us. Because I was on the phone with my wife, communicating with my wife, that bomb did not explode like it was designed to do. And one of the things that God spoke to me in my spirit and shared with me is because I was communicating with my wife, and it is symbolic of the power that is in communication when the enemy tries to attack the husband and the wife. So you come home from Iraq um, right after that. Your wife has the first of two incidents with her heart, and as she's recovering and during that, it's quite a span of years that go on there, you are inspired to uh, write the book Marriage Cardiology, and, but you were told not to publish it at the time. Then your wife has another major heart attack, and you go into a phase where you are with her through her yes. recuperation. And you don't go to church. You just stay there and stay with your wife. Can you explain that? 
Yes, uh, Susan, one of the most important things is uh, that I think the marriage really sometimes misses the significance of the Bible teaches us that Genesis 2.24 have us to understand that when the, the husband, when the, uh, the man leave, leaves his home, the Bible says the husband and wife are to cleave. That word cleave means to stick like glue. So, Susan, when I brought my wife home after she had been released from the hospital, as you mentioned, and she had had this major heart attack. I was not because, again, that word cleave means to stick like glue. I was not going to leave my wife not one minute. So for when we came home from the hospital, we stayed home, and what, I, what the Lord put in my spirit was we were going to have church in my living room, in our dining room, because, once again, I was not going to leave my wife. So while she's in recovery with her heart attack, for five months, and certainly including Sundays, we were having service around our, in our den, in our living room. And what God did with me, he spoke to me in my spirit as I was writing the book. So, And what God began to do as I began to write the book, uh, after she, or rather when she had the heart attack, the Lord spoke to me and said, just like your wife had those clogged arteries which led to the heart attack, the Lord spoke to me and said, Marriages all over the world are having clogged arteries in the heart of their marriage. And he said, son, I, I, I need for you to put in print for the, to let the people in the world, not just in America, but in the world, to know that they, there are clogged arteries that is there to design to get you into a place where if those arteries in the heart of your marriage does not get filled, they can lead to what is called marriage cardiac arrest. So, Susan, I began to write. I began to put marriage cardiology one-on-one, and I, I wrote this book in 2016. But the, as you mentioned, but the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me and said, at, at the end of 17, I finished the book. But the Spirit of the Lord said, do not publish it yet. And the reason why I, I, I wanted to publish it, but the Lord said, do not publish it yet, because what the Lord spoke to me and said, there is more substance coming in this book. That was in 2017. So he said, do not publish it. Well, it was 2018 when my, my wife and I, retired from uh, from working is when my wife had the major heart attack. And then I heard, then when that happened, then the Lord spoke to me and said, son, that is why I didn't want you to release that book in 2017 because there was something more that's going to need to be in marriage, mm-hmm. cardiology 101, 
that would demonstrate the awesome power of God. So that's when I held it to 2019. October of 2019 is when I published the book. But here's the key. While my wife and I is at, uh, while we are, I'm writing the book, while we are at home having church, my wife and I home, the Lord gave me what is called spiritual FMLA. Now, this spiritual FMLA is not like the FMLA that we know of in the workplace. This FMLA the Family Medical Leave Act. Right. This family Medical. Yeah. This is something different. This is something different. <laughs> yes, this is something different because uh, this, is, this came from heaven. This came from the Spirit of the Lord. And that, and that uh, FMLA, again, a family medical uh, uh, love agreement is what that is, family ministry love agreement, I'm sorry. And what the Lord gave me about this, as the definition of it is what's so significant as to where we are today. And in my book, on page 249 in the book, I give you the definition, what the Spirit of the Lord gave me as relates to the definition. And this is what it is. It says, it is an agreement when health conditions are not favorable to attend your local church. Now, here's the issue with that, and this is what is so significant, and I pray that the ears that are listening, that the people that are listening get this, get this because this is vital. As we are where we are right now, there are churches all over the country. Now, some churches are open, but churches are closed all over the country because of a health condition that is not favorable to attend the local church. Now, mm-hmm. here's the significance mm-hmm. of this. God gave me this, and I released this in October of 2019. Well, we had not got into 2020 yet where we have this uh, coronavirus. When the Lord gave me, he only gave me a health condition would not be favorable to, to attend, attend a local church. He did not give me coronavirus but the Spirit of the Lord gave me a health condition. condition. Yes, the timing of that is just amazing. You know, here we are, a few months later, all instructed to stay at home. Now the whole country's going through it. What I think you told me 184 countries are affected by it. Did you receive further guidance, or did you just suddenly realize all the ways that this applied to people who are going through it, you know, um, that I think he said the uh, incidents of domestic violence when people are at home and having, uh, you know, divorce rates going up because their marriages aren't solid as we go through this period. Absolutely, Susan. And one of the things the Lord spoke to me in my spirit again as it relates to, you know, the book is called Marriage Cardiology 101. But what the Lord spoke to me is that the 101 God is saying he desires a one-on-one visitation with home and family from the Mm. greatest cardiologist ever known or will ever be, who is Jesus Christ. Now, the fact of the matter is why we are at home now with our families and we are not attending a local church because of the virus. 
God wants to have a one-on-one with the home and family because, yes, Susan, what is going on right now, while the families are at home, the enemy is still attacking the family because here in Alabama, I don't know about any other state, but we have noticed that while we're in this pandemic and while families are at home, we have seen such an increase in domestic violence. We've seen such an increase in, in, in divorce. But what God desires is that one-on-one visitation so that he can demonstrate to that family what he demonstrated to my wife and I while he was one-on-one with us. We had a one-on-one visitation, my wife and I, from the Lord, while we were here having church at home. And I believe that I'm speaking to, to a family that is listening to us right now, that God want to have a one-on-one visitation with you. And I'm speaking in my book, Marriage Cardiology, one-on-one on page 239, I'm speaking about the marriage visitation that God desires to have across America and across the world that would change your marriage forever, that you will be able to hear the voice of God. Like I heard the voice of God when he gave me FMLA, which, again, Mm. that agreement, when health conditions are not favorable to attend your local church. And, Susan, I really believe, you know, the Bible says in John 6 and 63, the Bible said Jesus said these words. He said, Jesus says, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. This pandemic, coronavirus that we're going through right now, this is life. But see, I had to hear what Jesus was saying when he gave me this to put in print. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To bring bring insight. Yes. Did he give you specific things or ways that people could um, improve their relationships or uh, find more meaning in their life, perhaps, as as a couple? Yes, he did. He did, Susan. And, you know, one of the things that what he gave me was, and I, and, uh, in, in the book, I, I give what the Spirit of the Lord gave me is there are like five arteries of the heart of marriage that is so significant to be able to endure through particularly the times that we are going through right now. And one of those arteries, out of the five arteries that I speak of in the book that the Spirit of the Lord gave me, is mm-hmm. called the artery of hope. And one thing that God, he, God spoke to me and had me to know is, Susan, is that when a marriage has lost their hope, they have lost an opportunity to see the mighty hand of God do miracles in their marriage. The Bible says it like this, and I, again, I, and I give, I talk about these five hours again, and this is the order of hope. The Bible says in Jeremiah 17 and 7 that the Bible said, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. But it's the next verse that it says, for he is planted by the waters. Now what happened is when the marriage when the artery of hope in the heart of that marriage 
get clogged. When the heat comes in that home, and Susan, from time to time in a marriage, the enemy has his way to bring up the heat. But the Bible said that because when you, when that marriage, when that order of hope is connected with God, the Bible said he's, he's planted by the waters. And when the heat comes, the Bible said that the leaf will not turn brown, but it will remain green. And what is happening in today's life, when the heat comes up in that marriage, and the artery of hope is clogged. Mm. That marriage can easily, because of marriage, cardiac arrest, you're looking at a marriage that is about to turn brown. Mm. But I believe God wants that marriage to hear right now who I'm, uh, that somebody is listening to me today, to know that God wants them to know that there is hope. And the only way that you begin to know that hope, that hope is to have that one-on-one visitation that God desires in the home and the family and the marriage. I can understand that. When I've, so many people I have spoken to, the key, the, the sharing the same idea, the concept of hope, that because without hope, the enemy has a, a way to get a, a foothold in your mind and in your heart and in your actions. And so Absolutely. we all should be thinking about what we can do to bring hope to others so that they have a defense system moving through these situations. Absolutely. So where do we go from here, Jeff? Where do we go from here? Well, you know, uh, uh, one of the things that uh... – Susan, that I, 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 I love to put out to, to uh, what the Lord gave me about the marriage and I talk about in marriage cardiology is that uh, as we are in where we are right now, uh, it is significant that uh, the marriage understand again that God desires us uh, to stick like glue. And in this time that we're in, is it significant that that is important, that, is, that we are walking in that because the world needs to see through us, even while we're going through this tough time that we're facing right now. God, want, once he had that visitation with that marriage, and they begin to understand the significance of what God is doing right now, you're going to open the eyes to, the, to, uh, to this world, that they begin to see the life in you. And one thing that I like to point out one day, Susan, just to show you how significant uh, God desires us uh, once we we have, once we He have that visitation with us, and the significance of the husband and wife uh, bonding together. As I was speaking to the men over in Iraq about about the significance of that, is that uh, one day my wife and I we were visiting one of the stores one of the her, uh, the women's uh, stores that were built here uh, here in Montgomery. And uh, about five years, my wife and I would go to this store probably about three times a week. Mm-hmm. And But when we would go in there, my wife and I would go in there together. Every time we went there for five consecutive years at least, we walk into this store, we go in there together. They always saw the husband 
and the wife together. Well, one day, as we were getting ready to go into the store, you know, I, I, I'm a runner, Susan, and so when we got ready to go in the store, I told my wife, I said, honey, go ahead on in. I'll be in. I'm going to go run, 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 uh, get, a, get, a, get one lap in, run, and I'll be on in with you in a few minutes. So my wife walks in, and the store attendant who have always been there for the five years, they always knew that when they saw one, they saw the other. They saw me and my wife together. Well, this particular time, my wife walks in, and she again, she goes in by herself because I have, I'm, I'm off running before I come into the store. Well, the store attendant t- tells my wife once she get on in, you know, she, the store attendant looks at my wife and she says, since she was by herself, the store attendant say, oh, I didn't recognize that that was you <laughs> without your husband. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what am I saying? That's a team. Yeah. The Bible says this in First Peter 3, 7, the Bible teaches says that together, the husband and wife, we are the grace for life. So what God wants to do with us, and as I point out in this book, is, is uh, uh, that he, once he have this one-on-one visitation, he wants us to bring that grace of life back again to this world, even among this pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I want mm-hmm. the I want the marriages to know the people of God to know that God is yet doing some great and marvelous things. He wants to do awesome things for us, but what He wants to do again is so is significant for us to understand that significance on that in having that one on one. Because when He have, when we have that one on one, and again because there are so many people losing, there's a lot of families in in some tough situations right now. There are a lot of people that are losing. Careers right now, they're losing. Families are really being broken and hurt. But I believe that when God shows up in your life, in that marriage one-on-one, you'll have an experience like David did. So what am I saying? Like David did in the book, in First Samuel 30, those of us that know the story, David, and I can know this as a man from Baal, he had been to war, and he had Baal, the Bible talks about David was in had been uh, uh, been a battle, but in a city called Ziglag, the Bible talk about that David had lost two things that America is dealing with, rather uh, what God wanted to do with the people of God. He had came back to his home. His home was burned down, and his wives, the Bible say, was taken. But what David did is what I'm saying in the book, in Marriage Cardiology One-on-One, with his visitation. The Bible said that David first encouraged himself, but he inquired of the Lord. What did he do? He had a one-on-one visitation with God. And when he did that, though he had his, his home was burned, his wife was taken, his wives, according to the Bible, was taken. So what are we talking about? We're talking about a man that lost home and he lost family. But he had a one-on-one with God. And the Bible said God shared with David that he can pursue, he can overtake, 
and he can recover all. I believe that I'm speaking to a family today that when God has that one-on-one with you, regardless of what you're going through, I believe you are in the process, and God is going to allow you, once you have that home and family visitation like David did, right, David? You are going to be able to recover all. Well, and that's I an important that's message, Jeff. That is, that for some people, that's really important to hear. Um, where can they find your book? Uh, the book can be purchased at Walmart on Walmart website. And you can also uh, get the book on Barnes & Noble's website where you'll be able to find Marriage Cardiology 101. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for being with us today, Jeff. Let's remind our listeners that we've been listening to Jeff Matthews talking about his book, Marriage Cardiology 101, Knowing the Symptoms of Marriage Heart Trouble, and that it's available at Walmart and Barnes & Noble. And thanks to our listeners for joining us. Remember, nothing supports the work of authors better than picking up a copy of their books. You can also support the work of this program in some way by going to anchor.fm forward slash Susan dash Shereko to like us, follow us, sponsor, or subscribe to the podcast and let people know that we're here giving authors their voice on podcasts. If you'd like to recommend a particular author, please contact me at Susan at SusanShereko.com. So thanks again for being with us, Jeff. I really appreciate your insights and the message that you've brought forward to all these families who may be hurting right now in this very difficult time. Yeah, thank you so much, Susan. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that. So bye for now, everyone. Thank you, Jeff. We really do appreciate what you've done and how you continue to carry on uh, delivering that message. Thank you very much. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye now. Thank you very much for tuning in today. If you've been inspired by this show, leave a rating or review on iTunes and visit www.rainbowsoverrunes.com to receive a free chapter from Susan's book. On behalf of Susan Shereko, this has been Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity, sharing the journeys of those affected by sudden and great loss and what they did to heal, rebuild, and where they are now.